0: Hi, Shannon Waller, and welcome to Team Success. Today, I wanna share with you an insight that again came out of talking with one of my favorite clients and his team. And this was about an issue that they presented to me. We were just talking on the phone, kind of planning a work event together. And they were really, really frustrated because they had laid out the idea and the strategy to the team, but it wasn't happening. So there was a huge lack of implementation and they really couldn't figure out why. And then I was having another experience with regard to my own project. We run on EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System, created by, initially by Gina Wickman. And we have these things called rocks, which are kind of our key projects for the quarter. And I realized in my project, the team bought into the idea, the team I was working with, but it wasn't until we employed some very specific tactics that all of a sudden the buy-in really happened. I was like, oh, me, you know, big visionary, big picture person, think if you've got the strategy, you're kind of done, wrong. (laughs) So these two ideas came to play. By the way, there are some probably a couple of you listening that are very much the tactical people. You're probably saying to yourself, well, duh, of course you need the tactics. But just bear with me because we need both. (laughs) You can really help with these particular strategies. So one of the tools that we use in Strategic Coach a lot, you've heard me talk about, is called the impact filter. Quickly, the impact filter covers what's the project. So it's the purpose, importance, you name it, first of all. Then you do the purpose, which is what is the project, and just keep it simple. Then the importance is why, and separate out those two things. So what's the project? Clearly articulate that. Why is it important? You know, if you don't share the why, it's really, really hard for other people to buy in. And then what's your ideal outcome? So this is kind of your big picture take. So that's how you kind of intellectually sell yourself on the project. Then you move down to best and worst. So this is the best results. So kind of, again, a little more practical. Best result if you do take action. Worst result if you don't or if it goes poorly. And this is the emotional part of the impact filter. So the best results should get you excited. There needs to be emotional words in there. You want to like, oh my gosh, people are going to be raving, they'll be clapping, You know, they're going to be so happy, we'll provide this great result for, fill in the audience. Worst result if we don't take action, you maintain the status quo. And for some of us, that is intolerable. Keeping things as they are, if they're not the way that you want them, not a good recipe for success or happiness. Or if you do it and it goes you know where, <laughs> if it goes downhill, if you do not pull off the result, you need to really articulate that too. So that should provide a little bit of excitement and fear. And both of those are fuel in the system. We are motivated by both of those things. And then the last part of it is really the success criteria. And there's usually five to eight. And you want these to be as concrete and measurable as possible. And how I like to describe how to fill them out is what are the success criteria? That will ensure the best result and prevent the worst. And these need to be fairly tangible things. So you want to be really clear. You want to be able to say, yes, this happened. No, it didn't. Do not be vague. Be specific. You know, don't just say, oh, increase customer satisfaction. Well, one more person says they're happy. Is that going to make you happy? Or is it 20%? Or if we send out a survey, people give us, you know, minimum four rating out of five. And lots of fives, you know, whatever number you want. Or this event happened versus not happening. So you want to be able to say, yes, this happened. No, it didn't. So numbers, measurables, or events, all great ways to do that. And quantification, percentages, all of those things are fabulous. If you don't do that, it stays vague and people cannot really buy in. So again, be as concrete as possible. So that's a brilliant way for entrepreneurs to communicate their vision, for team leaders to communicate the vision. Really no major project at Coach happens without an impact filter or three. There's usually the big one for the overall project. And Dan Sullivan, someone who has a lot of ideas, he uses the impact filter a lot. And I have to tell you, we see maybe... 10%, 20% of the ones that he fills out, a lot of them are for his own use. And it's called the filter for a reason. He filters out the ones that he's not fully bought into, either intellectually or emotionally. So when we get one from Dan, we take it seriously. (laughs) So if you're someone who has a lot of ideas and you're finding that you're not taking your ideas seriously or your team isn't, use the impact filter. It will save you so much wasted time and heartache. I cannot even begin to tell you. Anyway, so this particular client is quite good at the impact filter. But there's another tool at Coach. Both of these tools I'm going to talk about are available in our ambition series of quarterly books. So the Extraordinary Impact Filter is one. And then the second one is called the Strategy Circle. And you can find this in my life as a strategy circle. It's actually the tool that kicked off Strategic Coach. So as I was talking to my, again, friend and client, I said, well, do you guys ever do the Strategy Circle? And they were like, No. I'm like, oh, well, in the strategy circle, you know, when you've done the impact filter, you've already figured out what it is that you want to have happen and what it looks like when it's done and done well, which we call goal and result. But the next part is the obstacles and the strategies. So the vision part is great. You know, we're really good at that. The impact filter is a fabulous job. But then as soon as you share the vision... People who are really, really good at figuring out the tactics, going back to that part of our conversation, immediately go, oh, this isn't in place. This could be a problem. Who's got the time for this puppy? You know, all of the things that are in the way of accomplishing the goals needs to be identified and strategized in order to be successful. Now, just a little note about this. I'm totally expecting to tell you about the strategy circle, but it's key. A lot of times, if you're good at the ideas, you resist hearing about the obstacles, And most people who are good at obstacles are not used to hearing good things about themselves. They're used to being kind of the naysayers. So when someone gives you a good obstacle, you're like, oh, that is so great. I'm so glad you identified that. Let's write that down. They're going to look a little gobsmacked, to be perfectly honest. It's kind of fun. But that's not a reason to shut down the project. They just captured a really good obstacle that needs to be overcome if the project's going to be successful. So you gather eight to ten of those if you're doing the full version there's also little mini versions so you can do this quickly as well and also on a piece of paper but it's good to understand the thinking process behind it and then you go okay we've captured all the most critical obstacles if you have 30 go back and prioritize them to the top eight or top 10 then you move to the strategies and this is where everyone gets to get entrepreneurial Entrepreneurs, by definition, are brilliant at overcoming objections in the sale. They're really good at thinking through the obstacles and finding innovative ways to deal with those, being resourceful, figuring out the people and technology needed to solve that particular issue. And when you kind of do this with a team, everyone needs to put that hat on. It's great. And so it's like, okay, we identified the clear obstacle. Who's got a strategy? And often it's the people who identified the obstacle who know how to solve it. It's very cool. So that whole strategizing gives people actually the series of items, what I'm going to call for the purpose of this conversation tactics to know what to do. And this is what happened with my big rock projects. So again, it was just really validated to me this idea when we got it down to really specific things that made it easy to implement the strategy. And by the way, this is going to sound probably a bit naive. I don't normally think like this. I just think of the big picture. And I get excited and I try to charge people up with the energy and expect them to go. Well it takes a little more than that. <laughs> so, you know, could I do all the things that were the tactical things? No. Other people on the team did that. I did none of them. However, I was just so impressed with how we really bandied about what are some different ways that we could implement the strategy and it came down to the most elegantly simple one it ended up being a tab on our crm that allowed them to capture this particular information and then a couple of others are going to be a specific kind of calendly invite and some specific wording in the reminder email and a little bit of a thinking tool to send to clients which i will have something to do with by the way but it turned out to be so simple it was great i'm like oh my gosh Shannon, this is a key thing to remember. You can have the big strategy, but really enjoying the process of pulling out what are the specific, you could call them strategies too, but I'm going to call them tactics, the little steps to break it down to make it real. What are those? And the team was instrumental in making sure that we knew which ones they had time for, had mental energy for, what would make it really easy to be a prompt in their system, because they were quite willing to implement the strategy but they didn't have the mental energy to figure out how to change their existing systems. We need to help with that. We need to put some prompts in place so they could amend their system to put in place this new strategy. Because there's really an enhancement in what they were already doing rather than a full-on change. But we needed some little simple steps to be prompts. And that was my other big insight from this. You know, if you want people to do something different, have a prompt in how they organize their time and how they set up their calendar and the tools that they use and tools. And our estimation is almost always a worksheet, not a form, but a worksheet, thinking tool. You know, once we put those in place, easy peasy. And they really value that as support. So I want to encourage you, if you're feeling kind of stuck with one of your projects, you've shared the big idea, you're not getting the traction and momentum that you want on your project, to sit down with them and kind of go through that obstacle and strategy process, what we call the strategy circle, and then kind of enjoy that. Figure out your who's, who's got the expertise. Oftentimes they can do it way faster than you thought. It's amazing how some of those things are just simple changes to your existing system. Always better to amend an existing system than to create a brand new one that has that huge learning curve for people. And just really celebrate those wins and really acknowledge the people that can help put that in place for you. But then just to really appreciate how you know that you need to be prompted to do things differently. So when you can put prompts into place for people in terms of their time and their activities and their relationships, it's amazing how you're going to see your new strategy implemented. And that's the goal. We want to improve things, we want to make them better, but it requires both this big overview thinking and this much more granular tactical thinking to make sure that it happens the way that you want. So if you're a visionary, I want you to start enjoying that other side of the process. If you're someone who's really good at tactics, Make sure they're being used to support a really good and powerful vision and a great strategy because it works both ways. So I just want to make sure that we had the emphasis on both of those really critical aspects and that you knew exactly what to do. Strategic coach tools can help, and if you're familiar with them, go to town. But I definitely want to make sure that you just even take away the whole idea of both the big and the little, and the whole idea of prompts in the system to make things turn out the way that you want. If you have any questions or comments, please let me know at questions@strategiccoach.com. Have fun being strategic and tactical. And as always, here's to your team's success.